Do you want to stop yelling and have your child listen to? Well, I have exciting news for you. If you're hearing this right now, it means that the doors to mindful parenting are open at mindfulparentingcourse.com. This only happens for a limited time, and it may be perfect for you if you want to be that patient, calm parent, but you're afraid of being walked all over, you're losing it, and you want to be that steady, peaceful parent, you don't have a cohesive method, and you take in bad advice like just count to one, two, three. Mindful parenting is an evidence-based system that not only teaches you how to calm your reactivity, but offers you a ton of personal guidance. A lot of other parenting coaches talk about the best way to respond to your child, but guess what? They don't walk you through the research-proven practices that it really takes to create changes that actually last. Mindful parenting teaches you the specific steps to create cooperative, loving relationships for life. In Mindful Parenting, you can learn how to stay calm, even if you find yourself shouting hourly now. Be present for your child no matter what they're going through. Resolve conflicts easily without yelling or taking away the iPad. Set limits without your child resenting you for days afterward. And build trust between you and your child so that you avoid misery in the teen years. The doors are open now at mindfulparentingcourse.com. Unlike other programs in Mindful Parenting, we offer one-on-one coaching to every member and weekly drop-in coaching sessions. Don't wait anymore. You and your kids are worth leveling up. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'll see you there. You're listening to the Mindful Mama podcast. Today, we're talking about seven things you should stop doing in order to be a happy parent. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast, now with over a million downloads. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you've calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark Fields, Mindful Mama Mentor. I help smart, thoughtful parents stay calm so they can have strong, connected relationships with their children. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of Mindful Parenting, and I'm the author of Raising Good Humans, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. Welcome back. I'm so glad to connect with you. I hope that you are doing well wherever you are in the world today. Shout out to North America and South America. I know got some peeps in South America. Shout out to the Aussies and the New Zealanders. Aussies. Shout out to all the Asians and the Africans and the Europeans. It's so cool. I love like, look, there's like a little map I can look at and see where everyone listens from. It's so awesome. I would love to know where you listen from and what you do when you listen. It'd be so cool. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. If you are a new, also a very special welcome to you. Today is a Mindful Parenting Bite episode. We're going to talk about seven things you should stop doing in order to be a happy parent. And These are things that I have seen and identified over the years that really hold us back and prevent us from enjoying parenting, enjoying more ease in parenting and more happiness. 
I'm interested to see if you recognize yourself in any of these, okay? This is a shorter episode. We'll just dive right into it, okay? All right, number one thing you should stop doing in order to be a happy parent is, drum roll, ignoring your needs. You've heard me say it before. If you've been hanging around for any length of time, self-care is not selfish. It is actually your responsibility. It's that whole oxygen mask, parents, you got to put yours on first thing. You need to be taking care of your physical needs for sleep, rest, exercise, nourishing food. You know, you need to be able to, you know, you don't want to let deplete yourself by parenting and you need to meet your needs, your mental and emotional needs. You need time with friends. You need to maybe have a creative outlet. You need to see your family. You know, you need to have time that's away from your kids, you know, time where you're not in the the role of mom and you're just you. You need to meet these needs. You need you have needs for fulfillment, for fun, spiritual needs. All of these things really, really matter because without you meeting your own needs, you just get depleted and depleted and your kids suffer because you're not fully present. You can't be fully you. You being the best you you can be is the best gift you can give to your kids. Even if they're a little sad when you say, bye-bye, honey, and you give them to that YMCA childcare person and you go get your workout, that's totally fine. You are not damaging your child by taking breaks and taking care of your own needs. You're actually modeling healthy, responsible self-care. So it's okay and really not even just okay, but really, really vital that you stop ignoring your needs. You definitely need to stop ignoring your needs in order to be a happy parent. So physical needs, sleep, exercise, nourishing food, mental and emotional needs. Yeah, like don't just be eating those tater tots off your kid's plate. I don't know. You probably don't feed your kid tater I mean, it's nothing wrong with some tater tots once in a while, but uh, yeah, you know, or whatever it is, kale bites. <laughs> so meet those physical needs, give yourself some nourishing food, meet those mental and emotional needs, you know, have time with friends, schedule that, make that a priority to have time away from your child. Go read a novel, um, have time for fulfillment, for fun. You know, if you're sacrificing yourself and making yourself an unfulfilled, slowly draining yourself kind of person, that is an incredible weight for your child to bear. And that's not fair to them. It is not your kid's responsibility to meet all your needs. It is not your kid's responsibility to meet your every emotional and fulfillment need. That's too much pressure on them. Instead, have a variety of people in your life that help you meet those mental and emotional needs and those needs for fulfillment and fun, okay, so that you can be fully present and more conscious and more grounded for your kids. So number one thing, stop, stop it. You got to stop that, girl. Stop ignoring your needs, okay? I can't say this enough. All right, we'll move on. Number two, stop equating parenting success with your child's behavior. So we can't take our kids' behavior personally. I mean, yeah, maybe there's patterns over time, but you know what? Kids have all kinds of stuff. Like they may have thrown some genetic curveball. Don't take your kids' behavior as a measure 
of how you parent. Kids are by definition immature, right? Because they're kids. They're not fully mature. They yell. They hit their siblings. They ignore you. All that stuff. I remember when I seen my daughter start to hit her sister, the younger one hitting the older one. I was like, what is going on? She doesn't see any hitting and violence in her house. Where is she getting this from? But you know what? This is just a normal, like literally like a mammalian behavior, like toddlers, small kids, when they run out of resources in order to meet their needs, they get aggressive. That's just part of being human being, being a primate, right? Like kids will hit. And our job, of course, is to teach them alternative behaviors. But, you know, they their brains aren't fully developed. They're by definition immature. They're going to do some dumb stuff. We expect adults to do some dumb stuff. Sometimes I think it's so funny. Sometimes I think we have higher expectations for kids because we like are getting so much of our own self-esteem like through our kids, which is not good, right? We don't want to be doing that. But we have these higher expectations for kids. Like we expect them to be better than adults at like responding to requests and taking care of their rooms and whatnot. We cut adults a lot of slack. Why don't we do the same for kids? So let's remember that kids are by definition immature. Don't equate your parenting success with your child's behavior. Take a step back. Remember that it's okay. It's safe for them to make some mistakes. It's safe for them to be a jerk sometimes. You were a jerk sometimes when you were little too. I guarantee it. I was. It's definitely a jerk sometimes. We don't have to judge them for that. And certainly we really, really don't want to be judging ourselves for that because you are not a puppet master and you can't control every behavior of your child. It just is not possible. You're not responsible for your child's behavior. Like you know that as soon as they make their own decision when they're 18 months old, that you didn't make that decision. You know, we can be responsible to our kids, but we are not responsible for them. Do you hear the difference there? So we can be responsible to them by taking care of our own needs, taking care of our feelings, being really thoughtful and cognizant about the way we communicate, being really conscious, but we are not responsible for every behavior of theirs. That is for sure. So stop taking that personally. Number three, stop numbing your feelings with busyness and distraction. I know we have the world at our fingertips, right? So we are living these like really distracted lives now. I saw a friend at the chiropractors this morning and, you know, I said hello and he sat down and had a conversation, but kind of the first thing he was doing was just like habitually like scrolling through the phone and was kind of looking up and down from that. It's like, oh my God. We need to start to have some cognizance of how we're numbing ourselves through busyness and distraction. So busy schedules too, and like doing too much, they can cause you more stress and lead to more reactivity and yelling. And it also adds stress to kids' lives too. So children need a balance of playtime, family time, and really just simply downtime. So to get that balance, we have to push back against the prevailing culture, which is like, do, 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 go, 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 more, more, more. And it's this culture, we're in this culture of too much that really surrounds us. 
in our daily life, it's like media rich, we're multitasking, you know, we're information overloaded, we're time pressured. And with this level of busyness and distraction and time pressure and mental and physical clutter, children get robbed of the time and the ease they need to explore their world. Children move at a slower pace. So, but this is not only true for your kids, it's also true for you. It is adding more stress, is making you less grounded when you numb your feelings with busyness and distraction. Instead, you wanna learn how to take care of those feelings mindfully, right? That is probably like the most essential thing we can learn and model for our kids is how to take care of our feelings. So in order to be a happy parent, Please stop numbing or slow down. Just kind of chip away at it bit by bit. Stop numbing your feelings with busyness and distraction. Hmm. I know that one might be a tough one to take in. Okay. All right. We got four more to go. Let's dive in. Number four, stop being unwilling to invest in yourself. Your child doesn't need that expensive doll or that super nice, like handmade wooden, or maybe not handmade, the like super nice from the crunchy catalog wooden kitchen set, or the collector monster truck. They don't need that anywhere nearly as much as they need a grounded and present you. Okay. I'm just going to say that again, because it's so important. Your child doesn't need the expensive stuff, or even vacations anywhere near nearly as much as they need a grounded and present you. So when you cut corners on your own needs or your growth, you give your child a second-rate parent. And that is the best thing you can give your child. So stop being unwilling to invest in yourself. Life is short you can only become the best parent you can be in the time where you're a parent. Like we only have 18 summers with our kids. So stop being unwilling to invest in yourself. We are supported by Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as Math Mysteries About True Histories. It's a weekly show full of time travel puzzles, hidden equations, history, and lots of laughs. I highly recommend this podcast. It's really wonderful, especially if you have kids like around like six plus, but it can totally be enjoyed by the whole family. So I listened to the episode, The Pirate Queen, and you're just dropped right in the middle of the action. People are fighting. There's sword fight. And then these kids, they've gone on a time travel mission and they have to solve problems in the midst of it. And it really just like exemplifies everything we support here at Mindful Parenting. You know, kids who are adventurous, doing things on the world, they're capable. And then they do things like they have to do math, they have to think critically, they have to code break and pattern solving and all this great stuff. Beyond just the Pirate Queen episode, which I highly recommend, episodes transport listeners to moments in history, too, like Pythagoras, Ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. So jump in with your family. Follow the adventures of Max and Molly on an adventure through time with puzzles and hidden equations and laughs, and it really does make learning really fun and really cool. Perfect for ages six and up. New episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. 
And you can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. That's Mysteries About True Histories. I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And this season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and busts common myths about special education. So I checked out the episode on the difference between IEPs and 504 plans because my daughter Maggie uses a 504 plan and it was really, really helpful. It went over all the differences, which one's better, how to get them, different myths and what your rights are, all kinds of different things that you should understand if your child may need extra help in education through an IEP or a 504 plan. The tone is super helpful, friendly, and smart. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains. Number five, stop looking for shortcuts. Stop looking for shortcuts. Shifting your relationships to a more positive direction with more ease takes some effort. It takes some investment of energy, right? But stop looking for shortcuts. There's a saying, the easy road leads to the hard life. The hard road leads to the easy life. And I don't mean to say it's a hard road, but like I think of this with meditation and mindfulness. You think, oh, you know, I'll just try to be more mindful in my everyday life. And we forget that when we create a a habit when we do that take the effort it takes to create a daily habit and then that leads to the easy life it leads to so much more ease and peace and fulfillment all of that stuff it really makes a big difference too and it's like our parenting right like learning how to like change that language from the old authoritarian language to you know that more positive language that more skillful language changing, you know, learning that new language, it takes effort and time, but it leads to an easier life. It's very, very simple. The easy road leads to the hard life. The hard road leads to the easy life. So number five, stop looking for shortcuts. Number six is to stop expecting both instant obedience and a good relationship. If you parent like a drill sergeant, you probably won't have a great relationship with your child and you know, may potentially putting a lot of therapy bills later. If you want a good relationship, you're going to have to expect your kids to be human and get a little more creative and conscious about the way you communicate. You can't have both like instant robotic obedience and a good relationship. Those are not going to happen together. You know, when you're shifting your parenting towards creating that good relationship, creating cooperation from the inside out, not having to yell and threaten and all of those things, we do have to shift our expectations just as we don't expect adults to like pop up and like instantly obey our commands. We have to stop expecting that from our kids. So stop expecting both instant obedience and a good relationship. And then finally, our number seven and the seven things you should stop doing in order to be a happy parent is stop worrying about what others think. 
you know, we are social animals. We're social primates. So we're very conscious about what others are doing. We learned that so much in the pandemic. I think as the pandemic ended, like I'd go into a store and everybody, you know, and and I was um, vaccinated. And so I would have the option, right, to wear a mask. But if everybody in there was wearing a mask, I would put mine on. A few people weren't. I wouldn't, you know. It's really fascinating how socially attuned we are. It's very normal. Very, very normal. In order to be a happy parent, we have to stop worrying about what others think, including your parents, your partner's parents, the other parents at school. If you are shifting your parenting to more relationship-based parenting, to more conscious, mindful parenting, you have to trust yourself. You have to trust in your gut and what feels right inside and start to notice when you're thinking about what others think and, oh, oh no, what will my mom think and etc. It's not going to help you. Take some time as you're shifting and learning to put some blinders on and really turn your attention into your heart and to trust your gut, what feels right inside. So stop worrying about what others think. Okay. You got it. Those are the seven things I will recap as is customary. (laughs) Seven things you should stop doing in order to be a happy parent. Number one, ignoring your needs. Number two, equating parenting success with your child's behavior. Number three, numbing your feelings with busyness and distraction. Number four, being unwilling to invest in yourself. Number five, looking for shortcuts. Number six, expecting both instant obedience and a good relationship. And number seven, worrying about what others think. Which of these is coming up most strongly for you? I definitely know that I'm guilty of number two sometimes, that equating parenting success in my child's behavior. I want to, you know, when they say please and thank you, I'm like, oh, yes, I did it. But that's all ego talking, right? What is it for you that's coming up? And where can you uh, have some growth in order to be happier? In order to be happier, we have to kind of step back and let go and let flow a little bit more as parents. And we can't can't be ignoring our needs. No, 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 none of that. All right, so I'd love to know. And was this helpful? If you find this helpful, let me know. Maybe you can share this with some friends. Share the love, pass it around. Uh, Let's start to wake ourselves up from these ideas that are holding us back that we don't even realize. So yeah, share it around. Take a screenshot. Share it with me on social media at Instagram. I'm at Mindful Mama Mentor. And I would love to know what you are taking away from this. I would love to know. Please, please do let me know. And if you want to take this deeper, you can get on the Mindful Parenting wait list. Take it beyond the podcast. And you can do that at Mindful Parenting Course. Dot com and go to my website, mindfulmamamentor.com. You can find the waitlist for the Mindful Parenting course there. You can find a bunch of free resources too on the resources page and all the podcast archives. Anyway, all that stuff. So do that, dive in deeper. And I am so grateful to have spent this time with you, to connect with you. Thank you so much. And I cannot wait to connect with you again. And until then, I'm just wishing you the best and wishing you some peace. I hope this has given you some food for thought, wishing you some snuggles, hugs, and all that good stuff from your kiddo. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste.
I'm a mum who really has a vision of how I would like to be, but my daily life it seems to be very contrary to that. I have a very spirited five-year-old daughter who tests me no end, and I love her to bits for her spirit, but it just drives me insane. And this is why I came to the Mindful Parenting course, because the mum I was being was not the mum I wanted to be. One of the biggest takeaways for me was the component we did on listening. All these things that I thought I was doing to sort of, you know, make her feel better, like say, oh, don't worry about it, or, you know, next time do this. I thought I was being a good listener and helping, but I, once I could see the effects of really what those things were saying, I, I really realised that actually I'm a terrible listener and my responses are, are what is terrible. So that was a really big eye-opener for me. Much more than just being about a better person with me and my daughter. It was actually a lot more about how to be a better person with everybody. I don't see why anybody would not do this course. And this course really, really does give you those tools. And even without being a parent and with even without being the focus on being a parent, I just got so much more self-awareness and it gave me a really good grounding about how to be more the person that I want to be uh, and gave me the tools to do that. And I really can't speak more highly of it. They definitely do it. It's really helpful. It will change your relationship with your kids for the better. It will help you communicate better. And just, I'd say communicate better as a person, as a wife, as a spouse. It's been really a positive influence in our lives. So definitely do it. I'd say definitely do it. It's so worth it. The money really is inconsequential when you get so much benefit from being a better parent to your children and feeling like you're connecting more with them and not feeling like you're yelling all the time or you're like, why isn't things working? I would say definitely do it. It's so, so worth it. It'll change you. No matter what age someone's child is, it's a great opportunity for personal growth and it's a great investment in someone's family. I'm very thankful I have this. You can continue in your old habits that aren't working or you can learn some new tools and gain some perspective to shift everything in your parenting. Are you frustrated by parenting? Do you listen to the experts and try all the tips and strategies, but you're just not seeing the results that you want? Or are you lost as to where to start? Does it all seem so overwhelming with too much to learn? Are you yearning for a community of people who get it? who also don't want to threaten and punish to create cooperation? Hi, I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and if you answered yes to any of these questions, I want you to seriously consider the Mindful Parenting membership. You'll be joining hundreds of members who have discovered the path of mindful parenting and now have confidence and clarity in their parenting. This isn't just another parenting class. This is an opportunity to really discover your unique, lasting relationship, not only with your children, but with yourself. It will translate into lasting, connected relationships, not only with your children, but your partner too. Let me change your life. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com to add your name to the waitlist, so you will be the first to be notified when I open the membership for enrollment. I look forward to seeing you on the inside mindfulparentingcourse.com. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? 
Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.